there, this is Tiff and welcome to the Tiffany Micah podcast. What we do here is we solve your problems so that you're out there working on achieving your big dreams and big goals. So when you listen to these episodes, if you can do me a favor, take a screenshot of the episode that you're actually listening to, share it on social media and share it with your friends with hashtag potential with tip so that i can give you a shout out and really thank you for listening because i'd really appreciate it hey there this is tiff from tiffany micah podcast and welcome to today's episode so now what i'm going to do is you'll hear some anti-bloodline codes that will come up i shared with you Uh, the bloodline codes on what we want to make sure that's really part of who we are and and how we can achieve our our goals and our dreams in our sport and in our life because the bloodline codes are really designed to help you in your sport but yeah they're going to help you in your life as well so how you are in one thing is how you want to be in everything that you do okay so what I felt Two is it's really important to look at the anti-bloodline codes. So the anti-bloodline codes are really things, uh, these codes that can actually hold you back from gaining anything that you want in your sport, your career, and even in your life. Okay, so over the past uh, two months, like I've said, I've been sharing the bloodline codes because I want you to be aware of those. And now what we want to do is also be aware, again, it's creating awareness of what the anti-bloodline codes are. These are the type of codes that we don't want. And these are the ones that will actually hold us back from becoming the athletes that we want to become. So we want to be made aware, right? It's all about creating awareness that if we don't have these codes in our makeup, then not don't, what am I saying? If we do have these codes in our makeup, the anti-bloodline code, I'm still thinking in bloodline codes, but if we do have these codes in our makeup, these anti-bloodline codes in our makeup, then we can make the changes. So today what we're going to look at and the anti-bloodline code that we're going to look at today is no conviction and what this actually means. Again, this is what my beliefs are around the anti-bloodline code. So When you have no conviction, you have no trust of yourself and your decisions that you make, you have no faith, you have no belief in you, you are quite wishy-washy, so you're non-committal, you are scared what people think of your dream and if they don't believe in it, you won't either, you have no self-reliance, you blame everyone and you know, have no patience and you want everything to happen yesterday. So what are these main points really that, that are highlighted in the no conviction bloodline code? So number one is you don't have belief or you don't believe. Number two, you have no faith in you or your abilities. Number three, you are scared of what others think of your dream and what they believe affects you. Number four, you blame everyone and it's everyone else's fault. And number five, you don't rely on you, you believe it's up to everyone else to help you really get to where you want to go. So let's look at the first one. Number one, you don't believe. So if you don't believe you can do it, then you know what? You are absolutely right. Because that's that quote by Napoleon Hill. There's a poem and it talks about if you think you can, you can. If you think you can't, you can't, right? So if you think that you can't, Guess what? 
You're not going to be able to do it. You're not going to be able to do it. If you think you can, you can. And I can tell you from my own personal experience in sport, especially like I've talked about in tennis, and if you haven't heard this episode, uh, me talk before, I talk a lot about my disappointment in tennis and what held me back when I was a junior. And I don't want to make, want you to make the same mistake. So what held me back worked really, really hard. I worked my butt off. I worked harder than anyone else, but I had no belief. I had self-discipline. I worked really hard. I trained hard. I got up early before everyone else and trained. I stayed back late and trained. I had other things that I needed to work on, like technique and so on, but I didn't have the belief. And I know that that's what held me back because where I'm at in my life now, I have no limits. Nothing can hold me back. But at that time when I was growing up, I had no belief. No belief. And I felt like I had to do it alone. And it's tough, right? It's tough. Because so deep down, I wanted to achieve my tennis dream. And I didn't. And you know why? Because I didn't believe. I told myself I was never good enough. I told myself I was hopeless. I told myself I was useless. I told myself I was a waste of space. And I lived with regret for 25 years. And this is why if you have no belief and you have a lack of belief And that's what I mean by no conviction. You don't trust yourself. You don't believe in yourself. You have no faith that you can get there. You're not self-reliant. Then we need to change that. Because if you truly want to become the athlete that you want to become, then it's all going to start with you here and now. And you've heard about me talk about this in the bloodline code, complete conviction on what to do. And so what I want you to do is be aware of, okay, we know what the anti-bloodline code is for having no conviction, okay? We know that. We're aware of it. And if you're thinking about what's going on for you, yeah, right, you know, you're right, Tiff. I don't believe in me. I don't believe I can do it. I have all these negative thoughts that keep running through my head telling me I'm not good enough. And I don't want to feel that way anymore. That's how I used to feel. I don't want to feel that way anymore. So what I've done here for you is I've put in the complete conviction on what to do from that recording, from the uh, the bloodline code, complete conviction, and it's just what to do. Okay, so I haven't put the whole version of the complete conviction in. It's just exactly what you need to do now to make yourself move forward. All right, so I want you to make sure that you don't go anywhere. You keep doing what you're doing, but I want you to listen on how to comp- com- how to create complete conviction. So I enjoy that, and I look forward to hearing from you real soon. The difference between a champion. And someone who's not a champion is what they do when they run into obstacles. And do you know what that is? That is that they work out ways to solve problems. Okay, they work out ways to solve those obstacles.
And this is what we're going to be working on doing this with you. We want to solve your belief. We want to create that complete conviction. So just by listening to this podcast, it's not going to solve your belief issue or create this complete conviction in you in the next day. Okay, it doesn't happen just like you go to sleep and go, oh, wow, I've got complete conviction now. Right? It's, it will take strategies to work on. But if you do the work, it's going to take you to where you want to go. But you have to do the work. There's no shortcuts here. It's working hard, yes. Working with strategies, yes. Putting the time and effort in, yes. We have to do that. So how do we develop complete conviction, that complete trust in you? So this is what we're going to do. One, I have a list of points here for you. One, identify all the skills in your sport that you do trust. And what I'm talking about here is that you know that they will work, you can rely on those specific skills in your sport. You want to be thinking of your strengths, okay? So once you do identify them, so if, if you play tennis, maybe your forehand's your strength or your serve or it might be a couple of strokes. In your golf game, it might be your tee shot or it might be your putts or it might be your chipping. In soccer, you might be an awesome dribbler, but then you struggle with other things, right? I just want you to highlight what the actual strengths are in your sport, Okay? Number two, I want you to identify all the skills in your sport that you don't trust. So we're going to refer to these as weaknesses, but it's really that you don't trust the skills because you don't feel that they're to the level where they need to be. So in tennis, for example, it could be your backhand or it could be your volley or your smash or it could be a number of strokes. It could be, if you're playing golf, your shots into the green. It could be a tee shot. It could be a fairway shot. Could be anything, right? Soccer. I'm just using these as an example. It might be trapping and passing, you might be struggling with that, or you, you struggle to create spaces to pass the ball. So you want to identify the skills in your sport that you don't trust. Okay, so we're gonna those are your weaknesses. Number three, we want to identify the mental skills that you require for your sport. And I'm not talking about what you have or you don't have. But I want you to be thinking about what you re- you do require, okay? So we need to identify the skills that you, that you must require for your sport. So I'm going to give you some examples here. Focus. We all need to know how to focus when we're playing sport. We all need to know how to focus when we're doing anything really. But focus. Concentration. A way in which you're not distracted. How to cope with pressure. How to control your emotions. How to anticipate, right? And how to anticipate when problems come up. So we need to make sure that you're identifying the mental skills that you require for your sport. Then what we're going to do is we're going to craft your plan, okay? Now, how we're going to do that is we're actually going to go back over those first three questions, number one, two, and three. So to craft your plan. So if we looked at what your skills that you had with strength, what I want you to do is can you identify those skills that you could make even stronger? Is there any more technique that you need to be working on? Are there drills you need to be focused on so you can make it even a bigger strength? 
are are there ways in which you can practice under pressure with that you know with that strength that you've got in those skills are there drills that you can do that help you focus better working on your strengths so the second part of that is then what we want to do is we want to then work with the skills that we have the weaknesses so remember in number two we had to identify all the skills in your sport that you don't trust so what I want you to do here is I want you to ask yourself these questions. How do I make my these skills stronger? Do, what do I need to do to improve the technique? What drills do I need to be doing? What type of practice, practice, sorry, pressure practice should I be doing? What type of focus drills should I be doing to help improve these weaknesses in my game? Because we don't want them to be weaknesses. Remember, we're striving for mastery. So we want to make them better. Okay, we want to be we want to excel in every skill that we do. And then the third part is then the mental skills. So remember in the third question, I asked you to identify the mental skills that re- you require. So I want you to be thinking about, okay, well, what what is it that I need to do to make my mental skills stronger? What is it that I need to do to focus better? What is it that I need to do to concentrate better? What is it that I need to do that I'm not distracted? What is it that I need to do that I can cope with pressure? What is it that I need to do so I can control my emotions? What is it that I need to do so I can anticipate everything? Right, There's quite an in-depth plan here that you need to be working on. But this is what we've got to do. We're not finished yet. Number five. So we've only just talked about the skills. We haven't really worked on your beliefs yet. This is just you believing in what you can do from a skill level and in a mental, like mental skill level. Now we're moving into number five. We've got to rewire your beliefs. And I have talked about that in in a previous episode. I can't remember what the episode was that I spoke to you about, but we were talking about how to believe in you and when you didn't believe in you and what you needed to do to develop that belief. So this is what we're going to do here. So the first part of this, number five, so we've got A and B. So A, I want you to write down all the negative beliefs you have about your skills. And then B, I want you to write down all the negative beliefs you have about yourself. So it can be anything you can write about yourself, okay? It can be anything that you can write about your lack of um, ability or lack of um, belief in, in your skills, okay? So if we were to write down all the negative beliefs that you have about your skills, here's some examples for you. I can't focus. I can't concentrate. I have such a weak serve. Or my dribbling is just so bad. I can't tackle. I am hopeless. Those are some examples. So get them out. Get them out of your head. Let's have a look on paper what they look like. What about the negative beliefs that you have about yourself? Okay, so that's the second part, isn't it? So here's some examples. This is so hard, I don't know why I am doing this. I hate losing. I am such a loser. Will I ever make it? I am wasting my time here. I work really hard all the time, but I can't do it. Lots of beliefs going on there, isn't there? 
This could be what's going on for you. But if you keep saying these things to you, you keep believing that this is true, guess what? This is why you're struggling. This is why you are not getting the results that you want. Because it's all well and good to say, yeah, you know, this is what I want from, for my future. But if you keep telling yourself that you're not going to make it, you keep telling yourself that you're a loser, you keep telling yourself that you're wasting your time, you keep telling yourself you can't do it, well, what's going to happen? Of course you're not going to perform the way that you want to. So what we're going to do here is we are going to reframe it. Okay, so here's some examples for you. So I talked about in this first part about writing down the negative beliefs that you have about your skills. And I said, I can't focus. So what if we said, if you wrote down, I can't focus, and then you reframed it and you wrote down, and I said, I meditate each day to help me improve my focus. Wow. So as soon as you thought, oh, I can't focus, you go, no, 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 I'm going to meditate each day because that helps keep me focused. Right, we're rewiring it. What about um, I can't concentrate? What if we reframed it? I work on staying in the moment when I train to help me concentrate better. It's great, isn't it? Different way to look at it. Because if you say I can concentrate, you bring you you know that little voice in your head's going to say no, you can't, and you go yes, I can. No, you can't, and there'll be that little argument that goes on. But what if you said, I work on staying in the moment when I train to help me concentrate better? Right, you're working on doing that. Okay, I have such a weak serve. Well, why don't we reframe and say, I'm working on my serve to turn it into my strength. Yeah, that feels great, doesn't it? That feels great. What about my dribbling is just so bad? What if you said, I am doing dribbling drills to turn my dribbling into a strength? Beautiful. Or I can't tackle because I'm hopeless. What about I am doing tackling drills to turn my tackling into a strength? How good's that? Reframing, aren't we? We're reframing. So what about this part about the negative beliefs that you have about yourself right this is so hard I don't know why I'm doing this I hate losing I'm a loser will I ever make it all of that kind of thing that we were talking about just before well how do we re- reframe that well let's have a look this is so hard I don't know why I am doing this what could we say here well I am doing this because I love the challenge it brings because it makes me stronger. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I hate losing. I am embracing losing as feedback so I know what areas in my game I can improve. Wow, I'm embracing losing as feedback. doesn't matter if you lose. And you better make sure that you're listening to Embrace Failure as feedback, one of the bloodline codes, really important. We go into much more depth in that one. What about I am a loser? I am learning every day how I can improve me. Wow, that's different, isn't it? I'm learning every day how I can improve me. And then you're going to start looking at, how. Oh, okay, what are the things I can do to improve me versus walking around saying I'm a loser? Here's another one. Will I ever make it? 
I am constantly working on growing me to give me the opportunity to achieve my dream. Whew, I love that. I'm constantly working on growing me to, to give me the opportunity to achieve my dream. Do you imagine saying that to yourself every day? Whew, beautiful. I am wasting my time here. Well, this is how we're going to reframe this one. This is what I want to do with my life. I love spending the time on getting me better at everything I do every single day. So you're not wasting your time, are you? You're working on improving you every single day. What about this one? I work really hard all the time, but I can't do it. What if we looked at it this way? I love working hard as I'm aware that I am a problem solver, that I can improve my level every single day. You're a problem solver now. Right? And you keep improving your level every single day versus I work really hard but I can't do it. I'm a problem solver. I work through the problems because they're going to come up. We're going to get obstacles. And that's all part of the process. That's what happens. You've heard the story about my book. I share, I talk about it quite a lot. I've had obstacles about getting my book published. And it's working with, you know, specific people I've been let down by and so on. Book's been in idle for a while because, you know, the particular person I had involved could no longer be involved but didn't share that with me. So it had been sitting in idle, you know, doing nothing for two months. I couldn't get in contact with them, nothing. There was no response. What do you do? You just you just keep going, right? You just keep figuring out ways to, to, to make it happen. And the exciting thing is I found someone, so it won't be long now. Oof, very, very close. I can't wait to share my book with you because this goes into the depths of what we need to be doing to achieve our goals and our dreams because I want you to become the sports person you want to become. Because it can happen, but we have to develop that complete conviction. So I'm just going to quickly go over these questions again. Number one, identify all the skills in your sport that you do trust. So those are your strengths. Number two, identify all the skills in your sport that you don't trust. So those are your weaknesses. Number three, identify the mental skills that you require for your sport. So list them all out. Number four, this is where we craft the plan. So we need to be looking at the skills that we have with the strengths. What can we do to make them stronger? The skills with the weaknesses, what can we do to make them stronger? The mental skills, what can we do to make them stronger? And then we're going to be working on rewiring the beliefs, aren't we? So one, you had to write down all the negative beliefs about your skills, write down all the negative beliefs that you had about yourself, and then you were going to get them all out of your head, and then you're going to reframe them and write them in a way that you can say something like, I'm doing this because I love the challenge it brings me because it makes me stronger. Or this is what I want to do with my life. I love spending the time on getting me better every day. Every single day. I'm constantly working on growing me to give me the opportunity to achieve my dream. I'm learning every day how I can improve me. 
I love working hard and I am aware that I am a problem solver so that I can improve my level every single day. This is how we're going to develop this complete conviction. So it's time to get in, get stuck in and do some work, okay? So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I would really love it if you could share with me what you like best about what you heard today. If you've got friends that you know that would benefit from these episodes, I'd love it too if you could share with your friends these episodes and I would love to hear from you. So I want you to get to work for one, but I want you to dream big, believe in you and go after your dreams. Have an awesome day. Take care. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening today. If you have any questions about the frustrations that you're actually going through right now, come over and visit my site, tiffany-mika.com, and you will see on the homepage I've set up Ask Tiff. Now, what Ask Tiff is, is this is where you can ask me a question and I will record an episode for you on how to solve that frustration or those frustrations you're actually going through so that we can get the problem solved for you so that you're actually out there achieving your big dreams and goals. So if you want me to mention your name in the episode, happy to do so. If you don't, I can keep it anonymous. It's fine by me. But make sure you go over and and go to the Ask Tiff on the homepage of my website. If you've just got 30 seconds to spare, I'd also appreciate if you could leave a five-star review wherever you hear these episodes. And remember, take a screenshot, add the hashtag potentialwithtiff so that I can give you a shout-out for sharing these episodes on social media. I'd really appreciate it. And remember this, always, always, always dream big, believe in you, and go after your dreams.